On today's Contract 2020 TA Education, I'm speaking with SRC Chair Scott Plyler and SRC member Dan O'Connor about Section 10, Exchange of Flying. Scott, let's start out with you. What's the overall philosophy when it comes to Exchange of Flying for Contract 2020? The two big things are we're trying to automate more of the processes and also allow more flexibilities for pilots because, as we've said in the past, pilots are their own best scheduler. And so when we talk about exchange, what systems exactly are we talking about? This is TripTray giveaway and ELIT primarily, yes. Okay, Uh, so let's go ahead and start with TripTrade giveaway. Dan, can you walk us through some of the significant changes or things that are kind of carry over from current contract? Yeah, with TripTrade Giveaway, Kirk, there's not as many major changes as there are like an ELIT. So with TripTrade Giveaway, a lot of the current contractual processes were kept. For example, the ability of pilots to split their pairings anywhere. This isn't language that's in exchange, but as far as the buffers required, those were modified a little bit. Those are actually listed in the uh, planning section. There were a few automation touches here in trip trade giveaway. For example, right now pilots can trip trade giveaway across bid periods, but it's a manual process, requires a call to crew scheduling. That process under contract 20 will be automated. So these changes that you're describing are really more current practice or they're automating current practice. Is there anything that changes? Well, there's a couple more things that just clarify other items. Like when you split a pairing at an overnight, there's a little bit of ambiguity who gets the hotel, can crew scheduling use the hotel. So we added a process for what the default is. It's the pilot that's giving it away. And then you have to contact crew scheduling within 24 hours of the overnight in order to tell them who's actually going to get it. Otherwise, they will be able to utilize the hotel. But that's just to ensure that we have a hotel available for a pilot. But we're not taking away their right to the hotel, are we? No, we're not. There's still going to be a hotel available for any given overnight in an original pairing, yes. You also mentioned uh, automation is a big part of it. Is there any automation touches that are going into trip trade giveaway? Well, right now you, you currently cannot do a uh, trading of any kind of training. And that can be done manually with phone calls, but it's a little harder. We've added that for a CQT, ETOPS initial, and any small footprint if we want to doing like another max kind of simulator. uh, Those things should be in the trip trade giveaway window as well. I will say, Kurt, with trip trade giveaway, a major rule that has been changed, as you know, now you cannot acquire a pairing through trip trade giveaway over some non-flies such as uh, vacation, vacation overlap, a cancellation, illegality, that sort of thing. So under contract 2020, pilots will now be able to pick up a pairing over those uh, non-flies that they were not able to before. This really came to light when we had cancellation bars due to hindsight and pilots could not pick up over those. They'll now be able to pick up uh, trip trade giveaway pairings and reserve blocks over those non-flies and also with vacation and vacation overlap. This came from polling results. Uh, Pilots wanted to keep the current process of only be able to pick up premium open time over those non-flies. But as far as straight trip trade giveaway, this will be a new ability for pilots. So just to clarify, for those non-flies, including vacation, we're saying that you can pick up from another pilot trip trade giveaway because we're helping out the pilot. But then if it's open time, it's restricted to premium or double time or a pay multiple in the future. Yes, that's exactly right. 
And Dan, another thing that sort of bridges different sections also is giving away or putting in trip trade giveaway of open time. I know that there's some subtle nuances there. Can you explain that today and, and what we're doing in the TA? Yeah, Kurt, the rules for giving away an open time award still pertain under contract 2020. You cannot give away an open time award with the caveat that if that award is subsequently changed, since that's not what you were bidding on when you were awarded that pairing, you would be able to give that away under trip trade giveaway. So that is a little bit of change from today and it, it clarifies the rule set. But in general, you cannot give away an open time award. So it sounds like we're keeping the current practice that you can't give it away, but we've put in some reasonable relief from that if they reassign you or the trip that you're about to fly isn't what you agreed. The only change to giving away open time is that currently you're allowed to give away monthly open time to somebody senior. But since the company agreed to some provisions to offer monthly open time at premium pay, double time, and even triple time in certain circumstances, we decided to just mirror all open time giveaway uh, the same that you can't give it away once you get awarded it unless you get reassigned. Before we move into ELIT, I do want to ask about Jetway Trades. It's kind of briefly referenced in the current contract. What do we do about it in contract 2020? For Jetway Trades, the, the main thing is just kind of capture and clarify what the current process is. It's gone through a couple different iterations, you know, between contract admin and the company and several grievances. But um, the point of Jetway Trades isn't to circumvent open time or anything like that. It's it's truly a convenience item for the pilots. And we've made sure we codified that if you're there at the Jetway, you can you can always make a Jetway trade, you know, for commuting one way or the other. So basically, it's current practice, no change, but uh, the language just mirrors that? Right. It's not very clear in the current contract, it just says some of these rules don't apply to Jetway trades. All right, let's move on to ELIT. Give us the highlights on ELIT. Well, actually, there's quite a few uh, changes to ELIT. The first and probably most important one is it will be opening two days earlier. Again, this will be the 23rd instead of the 25th. And what that allows is trading between the current bid period when ELIT opens and the next bid period. And it will allow trading between those two. Besides this, uh, we also have, we will have the ability to direct pickup or direct drop subject to net zero and also have a new concept called personal net zero that will be incorporated into ELIT. We've also shortened that shadow period that the umbra between when things fall out of ELIT and go into daily open time. We've shortened that up to just 33 hours except for red eye pairings, which would be 57 hours. So basically at midnight, you know, just a little over a day prior to daily open time is when the, they'll be rolling into the nine o'clock close for daily open time. You said that we could trade across bid periods. So if I have a three day that starts on the 27th of the month, I can trade that for something that starts on the first of the next month. That's correct. Yeah. Once the new bid period opens up in the trading window, it'll just add on to what you currently can see. And then the net zero will reset at that time. So instead of trading by bid period, within each bid period, there'll just be one ELIT interface. And when the next month opens up on the 23rd, you'll be able to trade across everything else in this bid period plus everything in the next bid period. 
So could I do that backwards? If I have a trip that starts on the 1st, could I bid that back into the 25th or 26th of the previous month? You absolutely could. This is something where you know we're still going to have you know, some other restrictions, the duties to cover, whatnot. But as long as you can still trade within that, it gives you that additional flexibility. We see a lot of times at the end of the month, there's nothing in ELIT for the rest of the bid period, and there's nothing for you to trade. This tries to open that up a little bit to make it more useful during that last week of the month. Obviously, these trades will all be subject to DTC limitations like today. So no trading off of a red day, that wouldn't relieve that. But if it wasn't a red day, I could trade forward. Yes. If the DTC allowed it, you could trade back and forth either way. You also mentioned something about a personal net zero. Explain what that is. The personal net zero is a method of getting recovery days for being JA'd, whether it's JA'd for an additional overnight into a scheduled day off or just an outright pairing JA, hey, you're coming back tomorrow to fly this pairing. So for every JA duty period that you are assigned, whether it's the RON or the straight out JA, you'll be credited with a personal net zero for each duty period. And you can use those within ELIT and it's kind of like a super net zero. So you can use your own personal net zero to trade down regardless of what the net zero for the base is. And you can also use the net, your personal net zero in conjunction with a net zero. So if you had, you know, you got JA'd for an overnight uh, with a plus one PNZ, and then there's also a plus one net zero for the base, you could actually trade down two duty periods using that. These personal net zeros, you can use them. You, you can accrue up to four of them. Hopefully we're not seeing the JAs that we've had the past several years, but you can accrue up to four of them and they expire six months after the JA event. So you could potentially pile up one or two of these and you know get a three-day or a four-day, and you can completely direct drop with those. We'll talk about reserve ELIT later, but for the reserve ELIT, there isn't an ability to trade down, but you can still make a phone call to scheduling and have the days that the reserve wraps at the beginning or the end of a reserve block dropped using your PNC as well. Dan, how does co-terminal pairings work in ELIT if it's at Hobby and there's intercontinental trips? How do they work within the ELIT inventory? So the co-terminal pairings, the pairings that uh, originate and end in the co-terminal will trade right along with and next to their associated domicile pairings in ELIT. So they count towards all the duties to cover and they count towards the red days and everything else. It's just no change, basically. Yes. Scott, you mentioned direct drop just a minute ago. Can you go into that a direct drop, direct pickup? That's a change from current practice. Absolutely. And something that pilots have been wanting ever since ELIT started. So instead of having to trade something and kind of play the game where you trade one thing for another and then trade back, and that's how you can trade down an ELIT, now you would just be able to do a direct drop if you had the net zero or the personal net zero combination you could direct drop and then you could also do direct pickup and that will obviously raise the net zero for the base. The only caveat on this is you have to be assigned to that basin seat in order to be able to do the direct pickup and direct drop. Years ago, there was issues with pilots out of base dropping their entire schedules and then doing, you know, trading up uh, indefinitely in a base that wasn't theirs. And that's why we have the current 
out of domicile restrictions in our current contract. And we tried to mirror that a little bit so that you couldn't just completely drop everything in one base and then take all of the, uh, the open pairings in another base. And you know, we're trying to maintain a little bit of domicile integrity with that. And to point out something Scott said is important is there's not going to be a limit except for legalities on the amount you can directly pick up out of ELIT, but the direct drop will be subject to the net zero. So say you wanted to drop a two day into the ELIT inventory, the net zero for the category would have to be two, or you'd have to have a PNZ of two or a combination of the two that added to two for you to be legal to do that. And one thing I wanted to add, if you use your personal net zero, that doesn't affect the net zero for the base. It's only if you used it in conjunction with the base's net zero. And if I have a personal net zero and the base has one and I drop one, does which, which do I use? Do I use my own or do I use the base net zero first? That will use the base's net zero first prior to using your personal net zero. We talked previously there in uh, Trip Trade Giveaway about flying over non-flies. What are the restrictions for e-litting over non-flies? We did talk earlier about acquiring pairings through trip trade giveaway over non-flies. Uh, now you will be able to also e-lit over conflicts. There are some special rules for e-litting over vacation or vacation overlap. So the rules with that, if you have acquired a pairing through trip trade giveaway, uh, you can only e-lit into the same number or less of conflicting duty periods over the VA or VO conflict. And so that sort of brings us to the last thing in ELIT, and it's kind of a big deal, I think. Finally, uh, we're talking about reserve ELIT. Uh, what can you tell us about that? Reserve ELIT was one of the last things agreed to in exchange of flying. It's just, it's a really large step for the company to have trips trading and then also having you know the underlying reserve trading around so we wound up with a reserve elit being kind of like our old line improved trip trade where it's basically measures the number of blocks in your reserve block and you can trade for another reserve block with the same number of wraps so it's just equal block trading there's not trading up there's not trading down there's no direct drop but there is direct pickup so it, it's much more simpler than elit there's no net zero or or any of that it's just direct block for block or a direct pickup of blocks. So it's moving around blocks. Is there a DTC or is there some metric that prevents us from moving? Will I be blocked in some way? Yes, there will be, for lack of a better term, a reserve wraps to cover. Uh, it's based on the land reserve blocks in the first round reserve lines. And depending on which day of the week, there is a, a minimum number of reserve blocks starting on any given day that is the minimum that you can trade down to for that day. Obviously, our intention here is we need some kind of metric to ensure that our reserve coverage doesn't fall below what's needed by the company for operational needs because we don't want this, the lack of reserve to lead to more junior assignments for our pilots. The fact is that this is a big step just to get the reserve elit and i know it may be a while before we get the next contract but it gets our foot in the door and then we can see how it works and you know make changes from there thanks for listening for more information check out the contract 2020 ta education page on swapa.org